0: Trying to be the heat and summer madness. Only thoughts are getting by. And I feel like sometimes I cry. Cause I feel so good to be alive. And there's no doubt inside my mind.
1: Still here.
2: Welcome back, welcome back to another live episode of Guy Live B2B jam session. This lovely Wednesday morning, September 9th in beautiful Oakland, California. For for those of you all who are not in Oakland or California at all, it is like orange out here <laughs> in California, literally orange. It looks like, uh, uh, like we're on Mars out now, right now. Check Twitter if you're not on Twitter. It is crazy, super weird, but it's still a beautiful Monday. I'm sorry, not Monday, Wednesday morning, nonetheless. Look at me, I'm already getting my times mixed up. I'm still in Monday when it's Tuesday. It's so weird, it's so weird. Anyways, hope you're having a wonderful morning. What are you doing this morning? Are you getting your cup of tea, your water? What is your morning routine like? I have my tea with me. I am sipping it because it's going to be a beautiful Wednesday morning, and it's going to be a beautiful episode because I have a former guest who's back for the second time on the show, Mrs. Stephanie Liu. You all have probably already seen her on maybe Facebook, Instagram. LinkedIn. She is popping. Stephanie Lou is popping. Stephanie Lou of Lights, Camera, Live. You already know what it is. She's amazing what she does. And today we're going to be talking about a recent book that she recently just dropped. I'm going to talk to her a little bit about the book creation process as well as how live streaming is changing. Now, if you haven't heard about the book, the book is called The Ultimate Guide to Social Media Marketing by Entrepreneur Press. Ultimate Guide to Social Media Marketing, and she wrote it with a few of her friends and she's going to share a little bit about who some of those friends are and what was the process that they went through to write this book, why they're dropping it right now, because it's a really timely drop if you think about it, and also why businesses need to think and embrace social media marketing in a different light. And she's also going to be kind of catching us up on some of the trends that have been happening in the live, live streaming world, She recently just told me that Amazon just dropped a new live feature and I didn't even know that. I thought it was Twitch and what Facebook is doing with paid events and everything else. So with that said, tune in, join the conversation, tell your friend to tell a friend to tell their social media marketing boss that they need to be listening to this episode right now. So make sure you share it with your network. With that said, Stephanie, what's up?
3: Hey, how are you? My gosh. When you mentioned the orange skies, I saw it on Twitter and I was like, okay, I'm ready for the Oompa Loompas to come out and tell us like what lesson we're going to (laughs) learn in Q3. Like what's happening now?
2: Right. It's crazy. It's wild what's going on outside in Oakland and, and the rest of California. You know, it just, it speaks to the fact that climate change is real, right? Like us really focusing on climate change. I actually saw a post by The governor of California, uh, Mr. Gavin Newsom, saying like, look, like these wildfires have affected California so much. We need to be serious about climate change.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's crazy. You know, my my husband tried to go outside, I think, two days ago to ride a bike. And I was like, you know, babe, (laughs) there's, (laughs) there's fires that are happening right now. And then he he comes home. And then I guess he didn't hear me because he's like, what's happening outside? My allergies are so bad. I was like, babe, this is what I meant by like, there's fires happening. I'm not saying that it's lit. I'm saying, <laughs> <laughs> I'll say that there's literal fires happening. Yeah. <laughs> outside,
2: with you yeah. smoking, your area as well?
3: It's um, it's a little further east, but you mm. can see it. You could see the big cloud of smoke. And then a couple days ago, you know, just outside watering the, the garden, you could see the ash falling from the sky. And at first I thought it was a butterfly. I was like, oh, look, the butterflies are out, I'm like little white butterflies. I was like, no, this is a lot of damn butterflies. <laughs> like, what is
2: this? And you're, I was like, oh, this is damn butterflies.
3: <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, gosh. Um, so yeah, that, that, that's happening, you know, but I, I definitely saw on Twitter the orange skies and I was like, okay, that's on a whole nother level. That's like apocalyptic right there. It's insane.
2: Yeah, it's scary. It's scary. But tell us about this new book that you dropped during these very apocalyptic times and even during a pandemic. What was the process of writing the book? You know, why did you all drop it now? Talk to us a little bit about that.
3: Oh, I love it. Yeah. So we wrote the book, um, Ultimate Guide to Social Media Marketing. We partnered with Entrepreneur Press. And it was exciting because the original person that was pitched was Eric Buto, like the very first author. And they asked, entrepreneur asked him, do you know a couple of social media marketing professionals? And he's like, yeah, I do. And so it was like the whole entire 360 marketing squad. It was myself, Mike Alton, Jen Herman, Amanda, Amanda Robinson. And so we wrote the book because one of the reasons why 360 is so popular is that you're getting different perspectives. You're getting someone that knows the ins and outs of content strategy, blogging. You know, Jen Hermans wrote, wrote like all the books about Instagram marketing. So like, let's jump in on Instagram. Amanda knows everything about Facebook advertising as well as chatbots. And of course, live streaming video marketing is my beat. And so with us together, it's kind of like Voltron. Hello, Voltron. Right? And I'm like, would, would we combine... Now we're giving you a 360 perspective of what it takes to develop a social media marketing strategy. It's not just let's create some pretty graphics and see, you know, see what sticks to the wall. It's more or less what's the whole content planning creation process. How are you going to measure results? And so it's Mm -hmm. nice to have it in a book, right? Because now when clients ask you questions, you're like, this is where you start, you know, (laughs)
2: like this is what needs to happen. It's the ultimate guide.
3: It's the ultimate guy. Yeah. So it's really cool to see it come into fruition because it's the same way that we would walk through clients, right? Um, like a lot of people, when they talk about, Hey, I want to launch a YouTube channel. I want to, I want to be an Instagram influencer or I want to work with influencers. It's a matter of understanding, well, what is your current online presence? Where do you stand mm-hmm. out? How do you compare to all of your different competitors? And then how do you do that audit? And then from that audit, What are your resources, right? Because you could want to do everything. You could do podcasting. You could be, you know, super badass like Tim and be live everywhere, right? But do you have the resources, right? Do you have the resources, the team to repurpose that content and put it out consistently to grow that audience? And so it really gets them to kind of like, cool, now that you know what your goals are, how are you going to create the step-by-step plan to make sure that you actually execute? Because I think that's really like the difference, right, Tim, of... You have an idea, but can you execute it?
2: Yeah. And can you
3: execute it well? And so that's where the book came through. And I was like, this is legit.
2: One <laughs> of those books where it's like there's a lot of practical takeaways. It's not, it's not just strategic, but it's also very practical. This is how you start executing within your social media team, or even if you want to be your own individual creator.
3: Absolutely. And I think even as a small business owner, right? If you don't have the the funds to hire a team but you want to work with the contractor at least this will give you a high level overview of what the process is not someone that's just going to be like hey i could get you five thousand followers in like 10 days but more like but what's the purpose of that you know Mm -hmm. and understand how you're investing in your own marketing to to accomplish not only just your short-term goals but your long-term goals as well
2: Mm, that's fascinating. You know, so let me ask you, because you all so did you all write this book literally with the, during the pandemic, or cause you all kind of all were coming at it from a different angle. Or has it been something that you all have just been, you know, it's, it's like oh, we already have the content. Let's just you know No, you
3: know. I, I wish it was kind of like let's just get our content and then just <laughs> make it into a book. <laughs> that would have that been so easy. Yeah, um honestly, we started working on the book, I think maybe like September of last year. Wow. And in the table of contents, we had uh, each one of our chapters. And the funny thing is, is that most people don't remember this, but I broke my ankle last year. Yeah. So, you know, I'm into kickboxing. I've been doing kickboxing and like MMA for the last five years. And I snapped my ankle. And so when it was time to write my chapter, I was like, I am I am so depressed right now. <laughs> you know, Um but the book creation process once we had our table of contents down we we each had our own style of writing our chapter oh. like jen and mike are great at like oh you want a 10,000 word chapter in like 2 days <sniffs> boom done whereas amanda and i were like no can you just can you just ask me the question and i'll just film a video and i'll transcribe right. it and then we'll fix it <laughs> like it was very interesting to see our content creation process, but I think it worked so well for the book because we could explain how it is to work with different employees. Like everyone has a different workflow process, but you have to be flexible with it because no one is going to follow everything that it is that you do to a T.
2: Mm, that's so true. That's so true. So let me ask you, you know, you since you wrote the book, what was your favorite, what's your favorite chapter in the book that you think that people are going to be super excited about reading because it's so full of, of content and ins-
3: Oh, yeah. I love the live streaming chapter, obviously, because as I just told you, right, for me, and you know this about me, is that I love live streaming because that one piece of content, I could repurpose 94 different ways, and I will show up everywhere. And then you'll be like, dang, Stephanie's doing this. Dang, she's everywhere. And it keeps your brand top of mind and tip of tongue. And so when I talk to clients, I'm like, look, I don't expect you to write a blog post every single week. But I do expect at least one live video in that sense that I could then repurpose it into an audiogram, a blog post, a tweet or whatever it is. And for the next 94 weeks, every Monday, that piece of content goes out your next live video every Tuesday for the next 94 weeks comes out. So I think a lot of people are going to be really excited about that.
2: Yeah. Do you think that's that's that should be the new approach for a lot of social media marketing teams is like start thinking about ways to kind of have that, you know, that pillar content and then abstract it out and, you know, leverage social media to kind of be that engine that pushes it out to the, the right channels in, in a very much, uh, in a very, how do I say this, in a very contextual way, right? Like, I would love to get your thoughts on how important do you think it is for team social media marketing teams right now to like Automate versus, you know, be timely and contextual. Oh,
3: I think it's a nice balance between it, right? Because when you have evergreen pillar content based off of what people will regularly search for, I think that's Mm going to give you the organic traffic and the lift that you need. It'll establish your authority because once they get in there and they're like, oh, wow, I like this post about how to live stream. Yeah, I'm going to. At the other content and then it becomes kind of like a Netflix and binge right you're just like oh, okay what's next you know give me <laughs> give me what what else is happening I do see the value of trending topics as well because you could add your extra flavor to it you know I like to cook so I'm like what you know add a little bit of seasoning to it how are you, how are you gonna remix it right um and do that piece of it because I think even that will help you out as far as discoverability mm. as far as like creating content, the way that I've used social media is kind of like the way that I envision like Kevin Hart and Dave Chappelle, you know, when they're testing out new content, they go to like the remote locations, the small bars and they test out their jokes. Right. Yeah, yeah. So which is why you absolutely see me on TikTok, just being ridiculous, doing whatever. <laughs> and on Instagram. Right. Cause I figure, you know, if it, if it's a hit and a miss, whatever, it's gone in 24 hours. you <laughs> will never see it again. Um, but if they love it, if they dig it, if they're sliding into the DMs and they're like, hey, I want to know more about this, then that gives me feedback. Right. You need a feedback loop with your content yeah. to go in and say, all right, let's go in with a live stream. Let's answer your questions in real time. Take that and then repurpose it into a blog post. Whatever comments I get from that can turn into another you know, piece of content. But that's usually how I, I envision social media. It's like your feedback loop, you're testing it, and then you push it back out there the way that people will actually consume it.
2: That's powerful. You see, if you're, if you have a social media marketing team right now, you're listening to this, write that down, or more importantly, go get the book. Like that is such a good, it's so insightful because now I think a lot of social media teams, you know, they're all, well, every social media team should have been already remote before, but like now you have to be timely, but you also have to think about how you're creating pillar content, whether it be using live streaming live streaming you new mediums to really kind of get your brand out there and you know i think what's so interesting is that live streaming is it's been around but a lot of companies are just now catching up and i want you to talk a little bit about some of the the things you're seeing happening in the live streaming space because i think that's a huge opportunity for brands to take advantage of and they're not actually taking advantage of it
3: no yeah they're they're kind of i think the whole pandemic just kind of created an atmosphere where it's like okay we're gonna rip off the band-aid like right now (laughs) (laughs) and so let's say any event that you're expected to attend in 2020 have all shifted online and so one of the trends that i'm seeing with companies and brands is any zoom meeting that you're doing now has to have a run of show it's mm-hmm. now shifting towards like a performance how are you going to set it up so that way people are excited if you're going to have multiple speakers or panelists how are you going to hand over the mic because you have to keep that energy flowing the entire time right mm-hmm. and i've had these hard conversations these courageous conversations with the c-level executives or it's like i know i know that you're the CMO, but I need a hype person if you want to get the donations, right? Like I need someone that is going to wow, surprise and delight the audience. Cause it's so easy and you know this it's so easy to open up another tab. It's so easy yeah. to not pay attention. So what I'm seeing now is, is the uprising of the remote live producer. Ooh. Right. So it's these marketing teams that never invested in learning about live streaming, never investing to learn about the live streaming platforms. Mm. And so they're hiring live streamers like myself and even you. If you know how to do this, this has that wow factor in a Zoom meeting or for a virtual event. And so I'm definitely seeing the rise. Of the live streamers becoming producers they're saying no, no no let me show you how to put together a run of show this is why you need graphics this is why engagement and showing comments are super important i've you know like i've even had companies that do annual shareholder meetings with wow. investors right and they're like, no, I don't want to just be a postage stamp on the corner of the screen talking, right? I wanted it to have an intro, an outro. I want to have a montage. Like, and I was like, okay, now we're talking, now no. we're talking. Yeah, I was like, okay, okay, <laughs> let's do this, yeah. right? Like, I'm all about that. Mm-hmm. And so that's one way that I've seen it evolve, right? If, if you know how to log into a StreamYard, an Ecamm, or a Restream, And the graphics like these professional graphics like this, that's a gig. That's a job right there. You know, you just need stable Internet connection, the patience to walk through people on the tech. Right. Like you and me. It's hey, get on camera, set up your mic. Awesome. C-level executives, brands and businesses need to be investing in webcams. Or yeah. DSLRs yeah. and mics, like there's no excuse, right? Yeah. Like the the train has already left the station. Like you got to be on board. If you're still showing up all grainy with crappy lighting, it's yeah,
2: yeah. You know, yeah. No one has time for that. Especially if you have the 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 capital and the resourcing to to be able to have a much more you know higher level production, right? Like yeah. for, for a brand, you there is no forgiveness, especially when you're a brand. Oh you man. Know, individual creators it can be quality it doesn't it can be super premium but it can also just be really just mid-quality easy low friction because that's what consumers or people expect before a brand you have to definitely think through it a little bit more and make sure that it fits your brand and, and your, your kind of styling
3: agree and like you know pr companies are getting crushed right now yeah. <laughs> because they're sending out you know their clients the CEOs, the C-level executives, and they're showing up grainy on camera on CNN wow. on like the big national news. And it's like, you do not do that. <laughs> like you go to Best Buy and you get that Logitech Brio and you hand deliver it to your client and you show them how to plug it. <laughs> you know, like that's what you gotta do. Yeah,
2: no, it's so true. So talk to me a little bit about, you said you've been seeing some changes in 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 the, the marketing and live stream world with Amazon and Facebook now offering you know paid events and live streaming so what's 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 the what's the latest in live streaming world like what's yeah the, okay what no if they want to get into it
3: so let's first talk about Amazon live yeah because someone else had even reached out to me and they're like oh it's nice to see that they're integrating twitch studio and I was like no 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 this is a separate thing yeah. so as you know most content creators whenever they're creating videos on YouTube wherever it is people will always ask what gear are you using and so we're so used to using you know, Amazon as an affiliate. Like check out my gear guide, here's my storefront, whatever it is. Well, now you could actually go live on Amazon and actually have like your own QVC channel where your favorite products are just like popping up. So you could be like, hey, you like? do you like Tim's headphones? Let me wow. show you the exact headphones that he has. And then let's show you the before and after of what it sounds like with his internal mic versus his blue Yeti. And then, Seeing is believing, right? And so as they're watching it, they're like, okay, I want that. Add to my cart right then and there. And so what I'm seeing is that people are now shifting their shows away from Facebook or from YouTube because you want to go direct to the source on Amazon. Mm -hmm. And you think about what brands, companies, even authors like myself that have their products on Amazon, you could have a whole show just about leadership, authors Mm -hmm. that write about leadership. And then you're like i'm gonna help you you got to sell your books whatever it is you know and we'll show your product right then and there brilliant right think about as we're entering into q4 holiday shopping yeah you know gifts under 50 dollars for your man gift you know gifts for your woman like your partner whatever yeah right so you can do so much you could be homeschoolers what are the top 10 things that you need to survive kindergarten I subscribe. I I watch that. Right. So there's definitely a lot of opportunity there. And Mm -hmm. where I'm seeing the difference is not a lot of live streamers that I know who has the same high quality as you and me are there. Right. Mm -hmm. People there are still just using the Amazon Live app, right? Which is, you know, just use your phone and then you're you're good to go. Which I kind of cracked up because I was like, where is my phone? I've never been without my phone. <laughs> but they're just using their phone, but you can use a StreamYard, an and Ecamm or re- this whole setup can mm. be used into Amazon live and that in and of itself. Now you're, now you're taking your production. You're on a whole nother level, right? Cause yep. you've got your gear, you're going beyond just the built-in camera. So that's that. The second piece that I find very interesting is that Facebook has realized, okay, people need to create their events online, Right, and they know that they're used. There's like 700 million people that are always looking at events on a freaking daily basis. Like people want to be connected. Yeah. And normally, as an entrepreneur, right, when you're thinking of launching a virtual event, even a virtual summit, you're like, okay, I got to get my copywriter, my landing page, my registration page, my emails that need to go out, all of that, right? Yeah. Well, Facebook kind of solves that for you because you create your Facebook event, you get the payment right then and there you go live into the group. You know how easy it is to share content on Facebook. I could share the most ridiculous videos of me, my bloopers to Tim in Facebook messenger, right? I could share it into a group. I could create a watch party. Even with these events, you could create an ad and you could split test it. So you could get up and running in selling your course, you know, like your, your mini courses, whatever it is that you want to do on Facebook and you're up you're good to go that's where like live streaming for them like you guys get a handle on this like this is a real skill you know we talk about what are some tech skills that you just can't you can't pass up mm-hmm. i'm like knowing how to do a live stream is going to be very very powerful i think in your career if you're doing anything marketing
2: you know that's not stephanie 100 percent agree with you. Someone that is also an avid live streamer. And so you think the new toolkit, the new skill set for the the next level social media marketer is that you have to be able to understand, not only have to do TikTok, but how to do live streaming, but also how do you kind of think about it from a standpoint of what's the experience, what's the performance, how do you kind of really kind of you know tailor it to your brand? Are, are those your thoughts?
3: Yeah, I mean, I've always viewed social media, not necessarily primarily for the tech, but as Mm. an intersection between the psychology and the sociology and how technology amplifies those relationships. Mm. And so knowing that Facebook has always been like a community where you could connect with people, LinkedIn, where you could connect with professionals and knowing how each one of those platforms serves its own purpose. And every live streaming capability is different, you know, (laughs) and so. when when your company says, I want to do a live stream, you have to ask up front, what is it that you want to accomplish? Because doing a fundraising live stream on Twitch is very, very different from Mm. doing a live stream on LinkedIn where you're encouraging your viewers, hey, you like this? Connect with that person. You guys all love this topic. You have a shared interest and then growing your network that way.
2: Yeah. That's so powerful. That's so powerful. And this is probably why if you're listening, you need to go get Ultimate Guy to Social Media Marketing by Entrepreneur Press. You know, Stephanie, we want you to tell us what's in store. Like, so you guys are currently kind of going everywhere promoting the book. What's next for the book? Are we going to see some sort of webinar series? Like we can't we can't see you all at an event in person. So how are you guys using what are you guys going about to promote the book?
3: Yeah, well, a couple of us are actually doing exclusive webinars for entrepreneurs. So thank you so much for like bringing that up. Um, like Amanda is doing a free webinar on how to do Facebook advertising during a pandemic, wow. right? Like, What are some things that you need to know? Because budgets have been slashed, right? Revenue has been slashed. So you have to be much more smarter as how you are investing your, your marketing dollars. On my end, what's going to happen is I'm teaching you 94 ways to take that live stream and repurpose it. You know, this is something where if you tune in and you learn that you just create a to do list, send it to a VA, a college student who's probably looking for a part time job. And now you have that 94 weeks of content every Monday that goes out. So every single one of us, we're doing a webinar. Uh, the second piece is we do have events that are asking for, like, all of us to be there, which is a big ask, <laughs> right? Because, you know, we're all homeschooling and whatnot, but we have Social media decor alone that's happening Ooh. next month. Yeah. So we're each going to be there and we're going to be talking about live streaming or just marketing from a 360 perspective. And I think each one of us is going to be doing our own dedicated session, which will be cool.
2: That's so awesome. Definitely join those sessions if you're interested in being a part of the 360 team and kind of soaking up the knowledge, Stephanie. We, you know, while we have you on the show, we want you to tell us how do you feel about this whole TikTok thing going on and with TikTok potentially being sold off to Microsoft, and you know, so the other day I read it might be Twitter. Like, how do you feel about it? Do you think TikTok is still a great Channel for brands and creators. What are your thoughts?
3: Uh, you know, it's interesting because one of my good friends, Owen Video, he did he he creates family content on TikTok where it caters to both the kids and the parents, and they're funny. And within two hours, <laughs> he had like two million views. Wow. Like, stop it! You don't you can't get that on any other channel. Whoa right? And so I think the viral aspect of it is really intre- like interesting to me. And I'll be honest with you. I had to take like a, a timeout because you get sucked in, right? Yeah. Like you get sucked in and um, I it's love- a very, It's a
2: very viral and addicting platform. It
3: is. You know, I love the challenges. I love the fact that you could just be silly. Again, you know, going back to what you and I talked about earlier, it's, it's fun for like just testing content.
1: Hmm.
3: So as far as it being like sold off to, I think if if it keeps the features that creators already love, then they'll be in good shape. And I think if they keep evolving and trying something new, like now, I I think they just had splice where you could take content from one creator and then Mm -hmm. connect it with yours to create something new. I think that's fun. And they keep innovating. They keep doing something fun and people are getting smarter and funnier and more freaking entertaining with 15 second and like one minute videos. So I think as content creators, as marketers, right? We could we could learn a lot from that. We could yeah. definitely learn a lot.
2: Yeah, it's so true. It's a hundred percent. You know, hopefully they, you know, they they, you know, I think it's a it's an amazing platform for creators and for people who want to build community and they and so many people build community on it. You know, it's it's sad because you know I feel as if if they were to to, to you know, be taken away and, and and banned from the U.S. A lot of people would would be saddened by that, and they, you know, so many people have built an audience on it. So you know, hopefully, you know, it's it's long term prospects for TikTok are positive and not bad because so many people are using that platform now to build community and you know, kind of just get their content out there.
3: Yeah yeah no i mean it's it's fun tim
2: <laughs> it, it, it really and i was like I'm, i was following you on tiktok for a while and then you paused i was like
3: oh my god no no i, I yeah i paused and then um there is this one challenge and i was like okay i have to try this <laughs> and i wasn't sure if anyone was still paying attention and then people were like oh you're back i was like oh man this is gonna be hard <laughs>
2: Well, anyway, Stephanie, thank you so much for, for joining us on today's live episode. You know, where can we find your book? Where, where can the people buy it now and hopefully, you know, start using and downloading it for their orgs so they can get better at their social media marketing?
3: Great question. The best place is just head over to Amazon. You could type in Ultimate Guide to Social Media Marketing and you'll see it up there um and it's cool it's you know reach out if you have any questions like if you have a whole agency team i've had like my old agency partners or my old clients that have marketing teams that are like we want to buy this for your, every single one of our employees so just reach out if that's something that you want to do like a bulk thing and then we could do that i think for a couple of universities especially academia we've had professors come out and say we'll buy the book and then if you can come in and do like a virtual lesson about your chapter that, you know, then they're all up for it. We're like, yeah, you know, count us in. We would love to inspire the next generation of content creators, the next generation of marketers. So that way you're learning what we're actually doing and what's working and going through the ropes of it.
2: Inspiring the next generation. We love to see it. We love to see it, Stephanie, thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate you. We can't wait until you join us again when the next book launch happens.
3: Yes, let's do that.
2: <laughs> what do you think? Yeah?
3: Yeah. You know, um, it was funny because a couple of us were like, let's write the ultimate guide to live streaming. Ah! And then my co-authors were like, you already want to write another book? They're like, they're like Stephanie, have, they're like, it's like having a baby. You know, you're, you're like, yeah, this is fun. And then you have like the ring of fire and you're like, never again. And then you forget like a year later. <laughs>
2: <laughs> love it, love it. Stephanie, it was such an honor. It's always a pleasure talking to you. And, you know, you always are a ball of sunshine. So we appreciate you.
3: All right. Thank you so much. And I hope that, like, the orange skies don't get you.
2: Oh, I'm going to stay in and and just hang out. (laughs) I'm not going... It looks looks toxic outside.
3: It it looks scary. I was like, you better have, like, a mask or something.
2: (laughs) You have to. All right, Stephanie. Talk to you soon. All right, Bye, everyone. Bye, y'all. All right. And that was the amazing Stephanie Liu for the first leg, our morning telecast. Shout out to Mrs. Kimbo. Hey, Kim. What's good, Kim? Appreciate you for tuning in. Thank you so much. We appreciate you. We love Stephanie, too. She's always a ball of inspiring and fun energy. So please make sure to go check out the book. Her and her 360 team just launched Social, The Ultimate Guide to Social Media Marketing. They gave it to you, bulletproof, in a book. Check it out. You'll 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 love it. You'll love it. You'll love it. You'll love it. With that said, make sure you to check out guideapp.co. We're still in beta, always in beta, forever in beta. Every day is day one. We're enjoying the movement that we're leading. And literally just got off the phone call with someone from Dell today, and they're loving, loving, loving all of the buzz around our app. So if you know someone that needs to be a part of the guide movement, check us out, guideapp.co. Sign up for our early access Beta. And with that said, that does it for our morning stream. You know, definitely check us out later on this evening. We have a few awesome guests that you definitely, definitely want to be a part of the conversation we have with them. One of them is Brent Alvord, who is the CEO of a company called Mighty Lab. They recently just raised around, and they are super, super excited to be transforming the way we think about remote work and engaging our remote teams in terms of in the future of work. So definitely make sure you join us for that telecast later on this evening. With that said, much love to all of you who are tuning in right now. Once again, Guyab.co, Sign up for our early access and be a part of our movement. With that said, talk to you all soon. I am going to Easy all out to the amazing, do to me by her. All right, y'all, talk soon.
1: Why make me fall down, tripping over the sound? You love me so loud. Oh, my mind, my, my favorite song, but I do you won't oh, leave me alone, no, no, no. All the things you do to me, do to me, do to me, do to me, yeah. you do to me, do to to me, I love like the way you touch me, I only make me wanna sing, i a bit crazy with i <laughs>
0: is going to be every day and everything between us just completely changed oh why? tell me how am I supposed to go ahead and just erase every feeling every memory we share oh
1: why?
0: cause I was dying for this love, this love. yeah I was dying for baby do you want me like I want you even if be, you do you wouldn't say I know you sometimes I need to think about it, you call you cause I thought you were the one cause I was dying for this love this love yeah I was dying for you love your love tell me baby do you want me like I want you even if you say I know you Sometimes I even you call you Cause I thought you were the one to tell me how Could you tell me that you love me by mistake Intoxicated by your texting and you ashamed That's so right. So how can I Believe or trust in anything that you say I used to easily regret it next day, see that ain't cry. cause I was dying for this love, this love, yeah, I was dying for your love, your love, so tell me baby, do you want me like I want you, even if you wouldn't say I know you, I tell you. But father, I should call you. Cause I thought you were the one. Cause I was dying for this love. Yeah, I was dying for you, love, your love. So tell me, baby, I want you like I want you. Even if we would say I know you, sometimes I hear you, but I should call you, cause I thought you were the one. I've been dying for you, love, your love.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Trust me. You're so much better, when you trust me? Good boy, it's disgusting Tell me
1: it's mine